Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little Seahawks-Cardinals instant reaction to the Thursday night game. Seahawks get the win. Not terribly exciting game, but there's a few stories to talk about from it. But actually, before we get into this, Jeff, I want to do a little quick Zeke talk. I know we've gone over it many, many times, but he's now officially suspended. At the mean, he could appeal again, but the hearing is going to be December 1st. So bare, at minimum, he misses four games. So have you come around on this? Are you are you still thinking McFadden can take over the backfield? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of guessing like like anyone else is. I know that Morris is supposed to be the lead back right away, but I like I like McFadden more. Um, it kind of makes sense why they would kind of hold him back to his their insurance policy. So I'm gonna kind of grasp at straws in the dark here. I would I would go McFadden. I have I grabbed him in a bunch of leagues. Um, it, I'm just I think the bigger picture is Elliot with the suspension uh, kind of looming for so long is now kind of. Now, I mean, not that he cares about fantasy football, but kind of screwed over his fantasy owners because now it, it might dip into the playoffs, which I know, I think, didn't that happen to you? Don't, are you a Zeke owner? Yes, I am. And uh, Now, if if everything holds, the six-game suspension holds like it should, he won't be back till week 16, which would be our championship. So I have to somehow get to the championship before I could use him again. But if the four games happens and he somehow wins the next hearing whatever you know he could be back what week um would that be week 14 so i guess that's my only hope there for if you can get zeke back and matter but at this point it's pretty much i think he's i think he's gone for his six games and you know i'm still gonna lean morris actually on this though shoot it's probably gonna be rod smith actually <laughs> who knows might just be a three-headed backfield yeah exactly it could be i'm just i don't know i'm, I'm banking on the two years ago kind of thing i've it easily could be any any three of them, really, but uh, I don't know. Uh, you're, so you're thinking Morris is going to be the is going to be the guy to go for fantasy points? Is that just like is that pure production, or is that you just think he's going to get the most carries, and all three of them are pretty similar? Probably the most carries, and it's going to be more of a split. And Smith is going to even get some work. I don't. There's not going to be one person dominating, so it might just not be as productive fantasy wise as you would hope. It's kind of kind of where I see it going, but. I guess we'll find out Sunday. That's kind of, I'm very interested to find out how that's going to go. But might as well get into the Seahawks Cardinals game here. I guess there's a couple, I mean, really, the, I mean, Russell Wilson does his thing. Another solid game, which gets what, 23.4 standard points, you know, with six point touchdowns. So the only difference is he only had 19 rushing yards. If he gets his 80 rushing yards like last week, you know, he's up there at the 30 point mark. That's the difference with Wilson week to week, if he gets rushing yards or not. But how about Jimmy Graham? Did you see that six catches, only 27 yards, but he's the red zone target, two touchdowns. That's really good to see from Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I mean, that's great, and that's what they brought him in for. So, um, yeah, 27 yards leaves a little something to be desired, especially with six catches. But, uh, you know, two touchdowns, especially coming from Wilson after he's been kind of spreading the ball around a bit. So, yeah, once again, I guess – we always have Graham in the top five, but I mean the touchdown dependent guys. It, you know he could easily jump up. It's, it would be nice to have him down the stretcher. 
And then Doug Baldwin gets five for 95. Most of those yards off just one ridiculous play from Wilson. He threw in the end of a jump ball to Baldwin, somehow catches it and goes for 50-some yards. So that's where the majority of the yards came from there. Richardson only got one catch, but it was a nice deep one for 43 yards. And Lockett only one for 16. So those were always the worries with those two guys. They're going to have some good weeks, but if Seattle's not throwing the ball for 400 yards, they're gonna, they might struggle. And then the run game continues to struggle. Just avoid, 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 avoid. <laughs> I got too many people wanted Rawls this week with Lacey out, but it doesn't matter who's out and who's not. It, just avoid that backfield. I mean, would you even roster these guys at this point? No, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> they just haven't been productive even when they get the carries. And, you know, Rawls got 10 and really, I mean, for that backfield, that's quite a few carries in one game, you know, the way the way things have been panning out. Um, they're just spreading the ball around so much. So, you know, I think Wilson is probably their most productive runner. And other than that, you know, three, five and ten um, is how they split out the rushing attempts with the other three running backs. So yeah, there's there's not a whole lot there. You would have to really have your back up against the wall in order to, you know, take a chance on one of them. Yep, and then Procise hurt his ankle again. So that's <laughs> that's not happening. I thought Procise might have been the best back there, but guy can't stay healthy, so you'll never get to know if he is or not. So he's just kind of forget about all those guys. All right, how about the Arizona side here? Adrian Peterson, 21 carries, which he had about 18 at halftime. 21 carries, only 29 yards. So... Are you worried about this? Because I know you do have Peterson in the league. Are you worried about this a lot, or is this just a product, you think, of Seattle defense? I mean, I, yeah, definitely I'm worried about it. I mean, I, I do have Peterson in, in a couple of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I started him above other people that obviously I was wrong about this week, um, or I thought I, I guess I value Peterson more. And the whole thing was I know he's going to get a lot of carries. What I didn't expect is this bad of a performance. I mean, and I think this this kind of leads into, you know, is Stanton going to change the way that the Cardinals kind of perform their offense? And obviously it didn't affect Fitzgerald at all, really, and even, even Gresham. So that part really didn't change. But what did change was the running game was just abysmal. And I'm, I guess I'm a little confused because now we have three games Two of them, all three, he's gotten uh, quite a few carries. Two of them, he was absolutely terrible in as far as yardage, and one he was great in. Um, so, you know, he, you look at those numbers, and you know, I'm kind of leaning towards going back to the position of not trusting him. Uh, I know he's going to get a lot of a lot of work, but I, I could probably find someone else that can do a little bit better with you know ten carries compared to his twenty some. I mean, I don't know. Andy lost a fumble. Ellington got the uh, the the vulture of a touchdown at the very end. The whole thing is just very, very uneasy. Um, I don't know. What what do you what do you take away from the AP thing? This is the most confusing part of the game, I think. It to me, it's basically if they play a bad defense, I think he's going to be okay. But if they play a defense that's any good at all, he is going to struggle because they're not going to respect Drew Stanton even slightly. So let's see next week. They have Houston. I think he can do well against Houston. But then they have Jacksonville in Week 12. That's that. They're, they're, he's not going to have a good game. I, I mean, I can already see I, that you're not going to start him Week 12. 
because Jacksonville is going to shut down Drew Stanton completely. They don't even have to worry about it. So Peterson's going to have nowhere to go. They're just going to con- concern themselves with stopping him. And then the Rams in Week 13, I can see them kind of shutting him down too. So, you know, it's it's going to be a game by game basis. Really, if he plays a bad defense, he can do fine. But like the Jacksonville matchup, he's going to have you're not starting the guy. I think that's where he's just very matchup dependent right now. And you like the volume, though. I mean, anytime you get 20 carries from a guy, you want that. But it's 20 carries with like 10 guys in the box. I know. I, I just assumed if he got that many carries, he would be somewhat productive. I mean, even was it the week before he got just an amazing amount of carries and he didn't get in the end zone, but he got over 100 yards. You know, good game. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't tell you why he uh, why he struggled. Do you think that he would at least break one off? Yeah, this um, it's not bad strategy. When you know a guy's going to get 20 plus carries, you're going to start him. So Anybody that's down on themselves for starting Peterson, I don't think they should. That's I mean, I think that's the way you should set your lineups. And he's been good, he's been productive, and he has. He's, you know, he's getting twenty some carries in the game. And I kind of, I took, I told somebody, I expected him. He's going to probably get about twenty five carries, maybe seventy, seventy five yards, kind of a thing. Maybe get a touchdown. That's kind of how I expected. I didn't expect a great rushing game. Maybe I was only looking for like three yards a carry. But here you don't even you get one yard per carry. So I don't know. I think it was still a good decision if you started him, but just didn't work out this week. What, what can you what can you do? <laughs> I appreciate you trying to make me feel better on that one. <laughs> I was just say I do have to point out though. I mean, Drew Stanton kind of passed expectations for me. I, I realized only one touchdown, but 273 yards. I mean, he did all right. The past two games, he has 18 points fantasy wise uh, against Seattle, 17, which um, you know Seattle's a Pretty decent defense. Going against Houston, you think AP will have a, a good game? Is Stanton someone you could look at in order to kind of fill in a, a need if your if your QB situation is dire? Not, I don't think so because most of them just came later on, and this is a game where I feel like they can get out ahead or keep it close and keep the run game going. So maybe like if you're absolutely desperate in a, it, it'd have to be a game where you know they're going to be behind where you just throw the ball a lot. I just I can't trust it. Not even I just can't trust him. Nah, he's missing too many throws and just at the end when the defense isn't playing, you know, the same kind of defense, then he can hit the guys. He can hit Fitzgerald who come 10 catches for 113 yards. I mean, most of it in the fourth quarter, but yeah, I can't trust Stan at all. Yeah. Well, I'm, I guess that's the other question. Uh, Stan did have 47 attempts, uh, way more than I thought he was going to have. Obviously he needed to in order to try to catch up there at the end. Not like it was a high scoring game by any means, 22 to 16. But Fitzgerald did fare very well, like you said, 10 for 113. But what you just said about Stan, does this mean that you kind of, are you falling back on Fitzgerald as well? Do you think he is in, you know, kind of in danger of losing that, you know, top three wide receiver spot on, on your team? I think he's still going to be playable. I'm not as excited about him anymore. But the only thing I like about this is I feel like Stanton only is looking at Fitzgerald right now. That's pretty much it. He looks at Fitzgerald, and obviously if you look at Gresham at five catches, which shows to me that Stanton probably doesn't feel very comfortable, and he's looking for those safety ops, you know, those safety valves, which is Fitzgerald, and it's going to be the tight end. That's 15 of those, 15 catches to Fitzgerald and Gresham. So he is looking for the safe option. So that's that can save Fitzgerald. The only problem is I don't feel like there's the touchdowns are going to be there. So it's PPR is going to be, I think, 
safe, pretty solid yet. Standard, I'd worry a little bit more, where you might just get 70, 80-yard games kind of a thing, which is still fine. You can deal with that, but I don't expect any big games from Fitzgerald right now. So he's not going to get... He's more of a wide receiver three, eh, borderline, back in wide receiver two kind of level right now for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of where I have him too. I'm, I'm thinking more wide receiver three, but, you know, how many, I guess, depending on what your situation's like. But um, I don't know. I did. I do have to say he was kind of the the bright spot when it came to it. Fitz, I mean, Stan wasn't bad, but Fitzgerald was the only thing that that really stood out to me. Um, and like you said, though, a lot late. But at the same time, you know, maybe they'll have a little more confidence in Stan throwing the ball early now that they saw he had a little bit of success and he didn't turn the ball over either, which is obviously a huge, huge plus in one of the early games taken over for Palmer. Well, I think that's going to do it. I don't really have anything else for this one. So, no, yeah, that game was pretty straightforward. Pretty much, you know, pretty much what you thought was going to happen did, except Peterson getting, you knew he wasn't going to do well, but you just thought his not doing well would be 70 yards. So that's the only difference. Yeah, yeah, 70 and a touchdown. <laughs> that would have been nice. All right, we'll be back Sunday night, talk about the week 10 games. We'll talk to you guys then.